Hey everyone, welcome to the Grow with Cora podcast, where we interview marketers on how and why they use Cora. I'm your host, JD Prater. And today on the show, originally from Venezuela, Andrea holds a master's in international business and is fluent in Spanish, French, and English. Please help me welcome Andrea Cruz, a digital marketing manager at Co-Marketing in Boston. Andrea, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for the invitation, JD. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here. Oh, so polite. I like these. <laughs> I like this. Uh, is this uh, the politeness coming from the Boston side or the Venezuela side? I'm going to go with both. Oh. <laughs> That's a very diplomatic answer. I don't think, uh, I think most of us uh, coming from the U.S. where you know, we don't think of Bostons, Bostonians, Bostonians, uh, Bostonians. having uh, the most polite uh, manners. We're very direct, which is uh, very helpful and useful in all life. Nice. <laughs> yes, I like whenever I uh, go over to Boston and people are definitely the direct, especially with like their, their driving habits. It's just like, I'm moving into your lane. Get out of the way. <laughs> all right. Well, Andrea, we brought you on the show to talk to us about some of the um, advertising success that you're having with some of your clients. But before we get started, you know, talk to us a little bit about co-marketing, what you guys do, what you're about and uh, what you do for them. Sure. So Comarketing is a B2B digital agency, digital marketing agency. We specialize in SEO, PPC, social content. Uh, so we don't want to be just your agency. We want to be your partner in business. And at Comarketing, a digital marketing manager, I believe you mentioned that before. So I help driving those PPC decisions to help sustain your business and keep it growing. Nice. And uh, we were talking to uh, co-marketing, specifically just B2B, correct? Yes. We only do B2B. Nice. All right. And how's that going so far? Do you like the B2B space? I've talked to some of the marketers and like, no, I, I need to be doing B2B and B2C. <laughs> and some are like, no, I only want to do B2B or only do B2C. Well, B2B and B2C, it's very different. We love to have the opportunity to go into that longer buying process that users go through B2B and close those gaps. So we are always looking to how to evaluate the whole funnel and how to insert users at different stages and move them down. And uh, a question for you around the buyer's kind of journey. Do you see it changing? It seems like, it feel like I feel like it's evolving. And I, I feel like some advertisers are adapting to this evolution, but I feel like some are also just kind of stuck in the past. Like, what, what are your views on that? Sure, so there's no question that the buyer journey keeps growing and it's becoming more complex. People is coming from all sides. And in the B2B uh, buying learning specifically, we don't have one person making the purchases. They go to their peers and that keep, number keeps growing in terms of how many people needs to be involved to make a decision. So um, there's definitely a changing in the landscape of B2B and how we address those needs. Definitely. And I know that um, I know you're doing some Cora advertising. How do you see Cora kind of fitting into that funnel and to do that buyer's journey? So what's interesting about Quora for us is that people that go to Quora, they have a high intent. They are there because they either have questions or they are looking for answers. So what a better way to present your brand to the world than to reply to those questions and being present when a need comes in. 
Very cool, man. You're uh, you're you're saying it better than I can. So I'm I'm glad. <laughs> so how how did you first come? You know, aware of Cora and like how did you join? Where was the first time you joined? Was an advertiser or were you on before? I was in there because I was looking for questions to my. <laughs> I was looking to answers to my own questions. Uh, so I stumbled into Quora. I noticed that it was coming every time I had questions. Um, and why not? So I started using it as for personal use. If I needed something, if I was looking for a second opinion on something. And then uh, as a marketer, I realized that I was not the only one joining uh, this platform to get answers. Uh, so then we started pitching it to clients. And that's how it all came together. That's pretty cool. And I know we're, we're going to get into some advertising here in a second, but you were talking that you guys are like a full service agency. You guys also do some content marketing or anything like answering questions for clients? Yeah, we definitely do. So what we have done is we don't only use Quora ads. We are also recommending companies to be present, you know, to create in their profiles, have a presence there that they can see that they are actually the knowledge experts that they claim to be um, showcasing. Yeah, that's, a, that's always a fun one whenever uh, companies know that they're the experts, right? I mean, this is why they're a company. It's why they have a product. This is, they always believe that theirs is the best, right? But when it comes to demonstrating that expertise, that can be really difficult. And, and I'm glad that you're uh, seeing that Cora gives that outlet that you can actually show that you're an expert by writing some like really high value answers. So when your question, uh, questions do come up or when customers have those questions, they can easily find them. So, uh, nice. Yes. Something else we have seen is when people have uh, different questions that are interconnected, that gives you the ability to then create a specific content piece based on what you are seeing. Cause people is having questions and they are all connected. So can we create an ebook from this? Can we do a webinar to answer those questions? Uh, and where we can share it thereafter. Nice, man, you guys are fully leveraging the platform. I really like that. That's like, uh, I love that piece of it as well. And it's something I think it's underutilized is actually looking at what these questions are because these are all demand driven, right? So people yes. have this question. They are signing into Quora and they are asking it, right? I mean, that's like a, that's a, that's a lot of friction, right? And they, but they want the answer. And so it's really cool that you guys are taking that information and then able to, you know, make an answer, but also like make an ebook or give them further detail through a webinar or something like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, if you think about it, if somebody, as you said, there's a lot of friction. If they're taking their time to write questions, it's because they are not finding those answers about your business or there's nobody fulfilling that need. So how can your brand go there and showcase that they are the right product or service? Definitely. And that's like a, another good one too. Um, you know, some things that we also recommend, you know, for advert, you know, for content people when they're first getting started, sometimes like your answer is actually like in an FAQ or you have it on a help center. Oh yeah. It's like just take that content and put it into Quora so that people can easily find it when they are looking for it. Cause sometimes it's that those pages are hard to actually like surface in like, like a, a Google search or when they go to find them on your website. So it's an easy win. Move them on over. Uh, you don't get penalized for anything like that in Core. Just link back to it as well. They can go and learn more. Yeah, for sure. 
Cool, cool. Let's talk a little bit about um, some some advertising and whenever. So you, you we've talked a little bit about content. You talked about how you're you're actually taking some of these questions and turning them into eBooks, turning them into webinars. Let's um, let's kind of dive into the advertising piece. And so, what do you like about like the Quora ads? Well, uh, we started doing Quora ads in 2017 at hmm. some point. So coming from other brands like Google Ads and Bing Ads, it was great to see that it had the same terminology. It was like <laughs> an easy to use interface. Uh, there were not hidden questions, which was also great. And then it was just the ability to target those high intent people. Um, and the platform has changed a lot since uh, I started doing core ads. Uh, back in the day, we only had um, topic and interest targeting and demographics. Um, you could exclude questions or exclude topic. I don't even remember at that point anymore. Um, but now it has evolved to lookalikes, ABM, custom conversions, promoted answers. So we can basically target the whole funnel. Um, and send people to different answers and, 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 and then different content on your website. Yeah. I mean, and I think you're 100% correct. If anyone has started out, I, I'm, I'm with you. I also started out before I joined Cora as an advertiser in like 2017, right? And you're like, well, okay, you know, good job, guys. I'm glad that you're out, but I need more. And like, man, the ads team has like really like gone full throttle, even now being internal. Like now I'm having like help market some of these products and I can't even keep up with them. It's like literally every week they're like announcing a new feature. It's yes. like, guys, guys, can you please slow down? Like I need to make sure. <laughs> no, don't slow down. down. <laughs> don't slow down. Keep going, please. <laughs> keep going. Okay. Anything, keep going. Uh, we, will, we will figure out a way to keep up and, and Cora is doing a good job. Uh, I really like what something comes up. Uh, a new feature in the platform, you get this very detailed email with all the information and you can go into the help center and there are very detailed explanations of how to do it. So just keep it then going. Good, good. Because I'm writing those things. So that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you like them. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to be hiring uh, someone to help oh. help me answer some of these things because uh, I'm going to be focusing on some other things moving forward in Q2. But uh, I'm really like you're busy. I, you know, <laughs> I like, I like staying busy, but I, I think more than anything else, I really like helping marketers, uh, more than in, like getting that knowledge out. I love the knowledge exchange that we have. And I think that's why ultimately I joined Cora just because I love sharing knowledge, um, and helping other people. So, and then also, you know, getting, gaining more knowledge. I'm a naturally very curious person. So, um, but yeah, what are, so when you kind of dive into your Quora ads, like where do you typically like to start and what recommend, like recommendations do you have for anyone listening who hasn't started? Uh, if you haven't started, you should do it now. Um, one thing or how we approach it to clients is normally they come to us and they say, oh, Google and Facebook, they're becoming so expensive. Um, Maybe their leads or their conversions are flat and they are looking for an incremental value or they are trying to leverage all their platforms. Um, so that's when we're pitching uh, Quora in, in general terms um, or unless it's a very competitive or something very niche. All those things work great in the B2B space for Quora. 
So then in terms of what to try, it all comes down to different industries. But I normally start with topics, uh, number one, just to get a sense of what people is asking there uh, in a general category who is interacting with us to then take that information and go then and make ads that are more specific to those users. Uh, we then drill down to questions, ABM, uh, I, for B2B it's critical because we already mentioned that uh, the buyer journey is very long. So what we do is we take those people who maybe come in through a very generic informational uh, piece of content or action on their side to something more specific. So that's where we have found our sweet spot, that middle funnel for B2B, which is I already know something about you or I have some interest in you. So how do I actually pull you to the bottom of my funnel? Nice. I like that. Um, I'm sure people out there are wondering, what are you driving people to? Are, are, you, are you like focusing on like a, a download or are you driving them to blogs? We are doing a little bit of everything. So if we are targeting top of the funnel, we take them to a very informational page, uh, a blog content uh, piece that talks about the pain points that they could be facing uh, with a very short um, form or we do remarket, or we then remarket them on Quora or other places. If we're talking about the middle of the funnel, we take them to a webinar, record them, um, we take them to a white paper, an ebook, a guide. Um, and if it is more down the funnel, those users who are just at the very end, uh, at the very late stage of where they want to send, or what software or what um, business they want to um, sign in for. So we take them to a comparison page, why we are superior at discount or something like that. Mm, those are all like really uh, great ideas. I'm glad that you guys are playing around with where people are in the funnel and you're tailoring that approach. That's, that's really it's, it's like almost like great to hear, you know, because sometimes as, you know, even as like a marketer and I see ads, you know, targeting me, right? And you're like, do you even like know who I am? You know what I mean? Like, do you even like know where I am in the funnel or like what I should be seeing? And so it's really cool that you guys are tailoring that experience based off what people are consuming on the platform or where they've been on the website. So I'm glad you guys are doing some audience sculpting, I'll say. I, I like that one within the buyer's journey. Yeah. All right. So you talked about, you've been on now for like two years. You've seen some really cool updates. Um, what's something that we could do that to help improve the platform? Well, the improvement I had was impression share, but I'm excited that it's um, coming out. Um, I'm very excited about that. The other thing I think I would be interested in knowing is get a perspective on where the ads are actually showing on the page. There are multiple answers. Am I on the top? Am I on the bottom? Uh, that would be something interesting to see. Yeah, ad placements. This one has been asked before. You were not the first. Um, <laughs> I can say fairly confidently, I think that we'll be exposing that in 2019. So don't, don't hold me to it. There could be something that comes up that's going to be more pressing. But I think ad placements is definitely going to be something that's going to be rolling out. I think the first optimization thing we're going to roll out for this quarter was the auction insights or that impression shares that Andrea was talking uh, to. So we just rolled that out like 
geez, what was that? Like late January, I think. And so it's been just a, you know, over a month now and it's really, it's really pretty cool. I'm glad that um, our engineers built that. And here's a crazy, you want some insider scoop on that one? We do these things called uh, off-roads, which is kind of like a, a hack week. I hate the term, but it's just what it is, you know, <laughs> in the technology world. But basically it just means like you don't have to like necessarily work on your day-to-day -day stuff. You can like go kind of pursue a project. So as long as you can get some people to around to help you. So one of our engineers joined forces with one of our data scientists and they built that in like a week and then they, you know, polished it up and everything and then they eventually rolled it out. So that was just like a fun, a fun, you know, little thing that the, uh, an engineer and data scientist did. So I was like, that's cool. That's interesting. Some dynamic remarketing would be interesting to see as well. Uh, especially for e-commerce clients. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if that's in the pipeline. That one I would love to see. I love dynamic ads. Uh, so for those listening, if you're not in the B2B world, you know, those are these, these ads where you can like kind of upload a catalog and you know, you can like actually show ads to people. And, but thing is like whenever they, they see that ad, it takes them directly to that landing page, right? Instead of just like a men's shoes, like you can get like very specific, like Adidas, some Yeezys boost, you know, something like that. Um, I know I, I am a big fan of the three stripes. So <laughs> I know what to get for you for your birthday. <laughs> That's right. You can, can never go wrong with a pair of Adidas, uh, size 10. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I was going to send you a gift card, but I think now that I know the size, I can be more personalized. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you know, Hey, I'll let you pick something out. Uh, go for it, Andrea. Um, all right. So let's, let's keep it moving. Let's keep rolling. You're, you're giving so many good like knowledge bombs here. So, um, what's something that you've learned on Quora recently? And, you know, what are some answers that you've read that have kind of inspired you? Yeah. Uh, one thing I learned actually today is I was looking at this question about what are some alternatives to Google ads? So mm -hmm. people are starting to drill down all these platforms and I got to know a bunch that I had never heard of. Um, so I think it's always interesting to get that insight from people that you won't really know. These platforms that only have like 70,000 people joining mm -hmm. them every day or every month. So those insights are very interesting because we are getting them from real people who are there actively working in digital marketing, same as you and me. Yeah, I, I'm with you on well as well. So as a marketer, I'm also following like digital marketing topics on, on Quora, just like yeah. you and I, I am just always amazed at like the amount of like knowledge that people are sharing that I had like no idea about. And I, I was like, I thought I knew this stuff. <laughs> and you're like, no, there's, there's a lot more to learn. So. Or the opposite. I have oh, yeah? no idea. What, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me click on this because I have no idea what this people is talking about. Yeah. So, um, I think the opposite is always um, for its fault too. Yeah. And I think, you know, for some of us too, that may feel like, oh, I already know this stuff, then go share, you know, because there are people like me, there's people like Andrea that are like looking for these answers. So please go share your knowledge, go answer some questions and get that evergreen content going as we talked about earlier today. All right. We're wrapping up now. My last question, this is a question that we're asking all of everyone, um, all of our interviewees that are coming on the podcast. And it's, what's one thing marketers can do today to be successful on Quora tomorrow? 
uh, number one to try it. Uh, when we started uh, doing it, we started with a small budget, but we have not regretted it. Uh, we are seeing um, lower cost per conversions than in other platforms. So we are very excited about that. We have been able to start scaling our efforts based on where people is in the buyer's journey, based on what they are doing on other platforms. Um, my number one suggestion, uh, if you have never used Quora but you are willing to try, is some mistakes I made along the way when I was learning is, number one, my punctuation is not as great as I thought it was. Um, but I love that about Quora. It makes the ads look so professional because you have all these uh, branding um, writing guidelines that allows you to have an ad that it's going to be there. You're not going to get uh, people saying, oh, the ads in Quora, they look awful. They look so spammy because they do a really good job on that. Um, the other thing I learned is segment your campaigns, or at least that's how um, I did it. I segmented my ad groups into mobile and desktop, so I separated everything. Um, if you have multiple topics, remember to break those down because um, that would allow you to then learn where is people actually converting from. Are they interested in topic A versus topic B and optimize that way? Oh, I really like that last one. That last one was, an, was a really good one that I uh, stumbled upon as well as an advertiser. Because if you think about, we're talking about the buyer's journey, right? Mobile versus desktop. Like I might actually bid a lot more for a desktop click than I would a mobile click. And that call to action might be a little bit stronger because of where we use those, our desktops now. You're probably at work, right? Yeah. As opposed to being at home on your mobile phone. Yeah, and the place where I will send you is probably different as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, if you're looking for some scale, you're looking for ways to break out your ad sets, I think that's a great one. I love the first one, try it out, of course, try it out. And then when you get your ad sets set up, uh, take a look, see if you can break them out more by mobile, by desktop, if that makes sense for you as an advertiser, and then think about what that ad looks like or what that call to action looks like and then what that landing page ultimately looks like based off device. So Andrea, thank you so much for coming on the show from a, a snowy, cold Boston today. Thank you for the invitation, JD. I'm looking forward to seeing more features coming from the Core Ads platform. Definitely. I'll, we'll definitely keep you guys uh, abreast of all new features coming out. But uh, in the meantime, make sure that you are subscribing to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. If you're ready to get started, head on over to Quora.com forward slash business to get started today. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>